Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome back to the Career Catharsis Show, dedicated to improving your self-awareness as a professional and helping you advance in your career. I'm your host, Neha Koram, and each episode, I bring on a guest to speak on topics in career transformation and workplace wellness. Today, I am excited to be chatting with staffing lead at Google, Shadan Delavo. Be sure to follow him on LinkedIn. You'll find his URL listed in the show notes, along with other resources on today's conversation regarding career branding. Thank you, Shadan, for joining me on the Career Catharsis Show. So excited to be chatting with you about career branding and what people can be doing uh, to really set themselves up as the best candidate in the job market. But before we dive into that, I'd love to learn a little bit about your journey in recruiting. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, so to think about my 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 career trajectory, it's a, it's a little bit... Um, I call it a little bit exploratory. <laughs> My original background is in the packaged goods industry. So I started at companies like Ralston Perina, Colgate Palmolive, really getting that, that grounding in traditional packaged goods. I went to business school. And when I finished my MBA at Columbia, I went into the beauty industry. Mm. Completely different, completely unrelated to anything I'd done before. Had an amazing time doing brand marketing. Moved over to the business development side of the business. Mm -hmm. And then after doing business development for a while, really wanted um, a bit of a change, still really enjoyed the company, but wanted something that was a little bit functionally different. And so moved over to do, to lead the, uh, the MBA campus recruiting function for, for, for L'Oreal USA. And so that was my first entree into, into recruiting. I did that for a few years before coming over to Google and moving over to Google to 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 focus on full cycle recruiting. Wow, you've had quite the journey. And I think something that's really notable there is starting off in marketing and moving into business development and then getting your hands into staffing. I do think that there's quite a parallel involved there. So I'm sure that you've taken some elements from your marketing background to really succeed in recruiting. And I'm just curious, what would your advice be for people that struggle with personal branding? Absolutely. I think that you really hit the nail on the head. There's something that you can learn from every single experience. So yes, for me, um, being uh, in, in my professional adulthood, having done brand marketing, business development and recruiting, there's a central element that, that kind of weaves its way through. And honestly, I'll tell you what it is. I think everything is sales. <laughs> everything so comes back to sales. Yeah. Listen, whether honestly, right? Whether you're selling um, ideas to consumers, whether you're selling products to consumers, whether you're selling ideas to leadership or mm. candidates to the company or company to candidates, it's it's really all about understanding the value that you have to offer what someone else is looking for and what they need and really being creative about how to bring those, those two things together. And so that's really the, the, the thread that, that, that connects my, my professional career trajectory. But honestly, even before that, I've taken lessons 
from mm. from internships that I had in high school that, that I still use today. And so I, I really believe that, that, that you can learn something from every single experience to help you. I love that. Yeah, you're so right. Everything really does kind of boil down to selling, but I think people might not have the best understanding of, of selling or maybe they think of it as more of like a transactional event mm. rather, rather than it being really, uh, you know, storytelling, right? And you mentioned something about really understanding, I guess, your audience, right? So whether you're talking to leaders or whether you're talking to a hiring manager, trying to understand their needs and captivating them with a story that's kind of in line with what, what their need is. So Absolutely. I, yeah, I would want to touch on just kind of going back to your career journey. I also heard a lot of big brand names there. So I'm curious to know if you think whether working for big brands, like how does that impact your career trajectory? And do you think it takes away from your personal brand? Like, are you kind of known as the person that works at Google or you're known as the person that worked at L'Oreal and, and does it kind of take away from maybe your personal brand? And what are your thoughts on that? No, that's a great question. And so you're right. The, the companies that I have worked for have tended to be more well-known, mm -hmm. but I think that there are many, many, many career paths that a person can take in life. And mm -hmm. so it's not necessarily that you want to work for more well-known companies or lesser well-known companies specifically, kind of to the point that I was making a little bit before, where you can take something from each experience. The opportunities that larger companies offer is, is different than the opportunities that, that smaller companies may offer. And when I say different, I don't, I don't mean it in the sense of, of better. I mean it in the sense of different. So a lot of times when you go to larger companies, there's already an established set of processes and behaviors and systems and things like that. So you go in and you have the ability to be incredibly efficient and function within the framework that already exists and, and really just go very deep into that. A lot of times when you go to smaller companies, they, might not, they may not have those things already in place. And so there's more of an ability a lot of times to actually shape what those things look like at a smaller company. And so your ability to go in and have the impact looks a, a lot different because your impact at a smaller company probably extends way beyond that of your core functional role. So when you speak to entrepreneurs, for example, who are you know, starting up businesses, you know, very rarely will they say, yeah, I'm the, I'm the marketer. <laughs> they say, <laughs> yeah, I kind of do everything. I wear almost to a T, everyone says, I wear a lot of hats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. And so if you want exposure to a lot of different things, and if that's how your interest works, and that's how you feel most fulfilled and how you want to develop, that's, that's absolutely amazing. If you want to go to a larger company where those things are already in place mm. and bring the expertise you've accumulated and, and really penetrate uh, probably a bit more deeply into one or, or a couple of, of specific mm. functions, that, that works as well. You, could, you can even use one to influence the other. So a lot of times when I'm talking to people about their career paths, they'll, they'll want to do a job that they've never done before at one of the largest companies that do it. <laughs> so, you know, you'll have a person who says, listen, I've never done marketing before, but I want to do it for fill in the blank name of whatever amazing marketing company. And I always tell people, look, <laughs> I understand that that company is amazing at marketing. You're incredibly passionate about marketing. You may be incredibly good at marketing. But, you, but, you, but you've never done it professionally. 
And so it's hard a lot of times to get noticed by this company because everyone wants to work there. However, there are a lot of smaller companies that would love to have you come in. Mm -hmm. They would love to have you come in and make your mark. And once you do that and you can show the impact that you can bring to a company, it's a lot easier to get the larger companies to actually notice you Mm -hmm. because now you're in the function. And the way I think about it is really trying to teach people to minimize the number of pivots that they make as they're making a career change. So don't try to change your company, your function, (laughs) and your location all at the same time. I'll never say it's impossible. Listen, all (laughs) things, I really believe all things are possible. Anything can happen. Yeah. But the fewer things that you can shift. So if you go to a different company, try going to that different company and the function that you're already in. Mm. You know, if you're going (laughs) and the function you're already in or things like that, then that makes it easier for the company to imagine what you look like and how you can contribute into the opening that they have available. So, yeah, that's fantastic advice. So I think there's also something to be said about layering your experience over the years, right? So for people just starting out, maybe they're not quite sure if they're a builder or if they are somebody that maybe likes a lot of structure, which also kind of divides working for a smaller company versus a larger company respectively. So layering your experience in your early years might also develop, develop, you know, kind of an understanding of what you like the most. But then I would also say you're able to kind of learn from those environments and influence the next. And then maybe longer term than you decide like, okay, I really do think of myself as more of a builder based on my experience, but I'm so glad that I had, you know, maybe, uh, a larger company with more structure that now I learned a couple of things that I can implement as I build for some of those smaller companies longer term. Um, So I think there is really value to kind of experimenting and layering experience, but I really love how you kind of mentioned also, you know, um, the fact that pivoting, pivoting is such a hot topic with job seekers. And I think it's a struggle. It's a challenge. It's a barrier that they don't know how to kind of, take what they know and attract opportunities when recruiters will often just look at your your title and be like, okay, I'm going to place you in the same role. That's what you're good for. Or location, you know, you mentioned, um, or even as you said, company, because if you are looking to change your job, you should also be looking internally, right? It's not always about changing the company. So really love all of those, all of those points. And Thinking about what leaders or hopeful leaders can do to develop their internal brand as we start talking about kind of internal movement, what can leaders or hopeful leaders do to develop their internal brand as employees for their next maybe career pivot internally? Absolutely. That is a great question. Mm-hmm. You know, as you're, as you're uh, a, a, a hopeful leader or <laughs> soon to be leader, let's say, how about that? The soon to be leader. Soon to be leader. Yes. <laughs> I think one of the key things is, is, is really understanding what's, what's, what's core to you. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what do you believe in? What do you stand for? What's, what's your identity as a leader? And, and, and that's important because mm-hmm. once you understand that to the truest sense of who you are, it's an, it becomes reflected through everything you do and that's how people begin to see you. And so some people are leaders by, by, by doers, right? They were, they're, the, they're the first person to 
you know, jump in at the front of, of their team and, and, and pull from the front. <laughs> right. Um, some folks, they, they're, they're champions for their people, right? So they are, hey, look, you know what? My folks are amazing and I'm going to give them this amazing platform so that everyone in the company knows, everyone outside of the company knows how amazing my people are. Um, you know, some people are mentors and, and, and counseling type of leaders where they really get that satisfaction from, from helping people to, to, to see the best in themselves and being mm-hmm. able to pull out that skill set. And I'll say, I think that the best leaders have a combination of all of these different types of skill sets and approaches, but people generally lead with one. They generally lead with the one that, that's most important to them. So I'd say understand that, understand what type of leader you want to be. And then the second thing I'd say is to really understand what is your core skill set, your core function? Mm-hmm. What do you have the ability to do better than most people or people who, who, who aren't leaders? Mm-hmm. Because when you look at, at the leadership of an organization, what you really expect to see is a group of individuals who don't just have you know, the vision or, 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 or the heart or the passion to, to, to lead, but they're also bringing something unique mm-hmm. that they offer to, to the organization. And so really identifying what that is in yourself. Is it the ability to bring together various threads of information to develop insights that most people don't see or can't see or haven't seen? Is it the, the ability to, to really just be a visionary to, to envision not, not where we are, but, but where do we have the opportunity to go? Is it the ability to motivate people to accomplish and achieve things beyond even what they would have imagined? Just identifying what that core skill set is, and then working to hone it and and develop it, and to make yourself known for it within the organization will will help you. Um, I believe personal branding is is just a large component of mm-hmm. of everything that happens in the in the in the professional world in in your corporate life. And the one thing I'll say is, I encourage people to to really take ownership of it. To, to not sit and wait for a company to, to, to bring it to you. Mm-hmm. We live in a time when people have just an amazing amount of platforms available to be mm-hmm. able to showcase who they are, what they believe in, and what they can do. And so I encourage people to use every one of those platforms oh, yeah. to, to do that. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. There's just so much opportunity nowadays. And I think that's why just the concept of personal branding is such a hot topic nowadays, right? Especially with such a competitive landscape in in hiring. A lot of talented individuals might be wondering, well, how do I how do I generate my next opportunity since applying for it isn't really working out as well as I thought it would, right? And a couple of things that you mentioned, right, for these soon-to-be leaders is, um, you know, how you kind of mentioned about being proactive. That's number one, for sure, not just waiting for somebody to tap, tap you on the shoulder and ask you to lead. But I think there's a lot that you can do to lead without being asked to lead. Obviously, knowing the parameters of ownership and not jumping, you know, into anybody else's territory, but um, really, you know, practicing, practicing those qualities or traits of a leader, I would say, Absolutely. and kind of backing up earlier on when you were talking about knowing yourself. So identifying what type of leader you are and then 
tapping into skill set and understanding, well, what makes you different? And what makes you different? I wouldn't say that's necessarily, you know, something that only a few people have. There's something different about everyone. Absolutely. So, so just understanding what that gap might be in the environment that you're in that you can kind of capitalize on. Absolutely. Yeah. Everyone has something unique. There's, there's literally mm -hmm. only one you in the world, yeah. right? You're the only person who's the combination of all of your experiences, all of your knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so that comes together in a very unique and individual way. So absolutely, everyone has something special to offer. It's just identifying what that is for you. Exactly. Curious to know what opportunities have opened up for you based on the work that you put into crafting your own career narrative through leadership and through maybe some of that personal branding work? Oh, that's a great question. And so mm -hmm. for me, multiple opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that I began to do a while back was re recognize that I wanted to tell my story and, and share really more so my mistakes mm. <laughs> with, with career professionals. So hopefully they didn't make as many of those mistakes. <laughs> I felt like if people could learn from the pain of my experiences, that uh, that'd be hopefully just doing something positive for the world. And so I started to write this career blog, this, you know, how not to screw up your career <laughs> based on personal experience. And um, that really was, is, it was a great experience for me and it really helped me to develop my, my voice and my thoughts around branding and, 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 and personal growth and career development and things like that. But then that led to the ability to actually uh, write some, some pieces for um, a couple of magazines, mm -hmm. which was awesome to be able to just contribute some, some of my thoughts around career development which then led to being an, ex an expert contributor for, for fortune.com. So mm -hmm. just writing some articles there, which amazing publication, uh, just an amazing opportunity for me, which then led to uh, phone calls <laughs> from, yeah. from companies. Because at that point, people began to recognize that I actually had a voice and I had a point of view on on career development and on personal branding and things like that and so absolutely some of the, the professional opportunities that i've had came as a result of that and when i started writing my my, my blog i had no idea where it would lead right I, I didn't write it with the intent of of mm. gaining a job or, or 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 opportunities i really it was something that was just authentic to to what i believed in, in, mm. in who i was um, but what I tell people is everyone has something authentic in them. Mm -hmm. And so really just, that's what I mean when I say leverage all of the platforms that are available mm -hmm. to, to help the world to see uh, what you have to bring. And, you know, the, 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 the world will be the path to your door. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think a really big part, you know, that maybe people struggle with is the writing that comes with it or the speaking that comes with it. And these are such key skills. These are the skills I would say that are so integral to being a leader that if there are individuals out there that are hoping to develop as a leader, this might even be a good kind of testing ground for you to develop as a writer, develop as a speaker, because ultimately those aspects, when you're talking about something you really are passionate about or you know a lot about, 
you know, that piece is there, right? Everyone has something that they are really knowledgeable about, um, but kind of tying it into their writing or speaking and, and having, you know, that bravery to put it out there. Um, it, it, it's kind of a process, right? Um, and helps you develop into the professional that you want to be through thought leadership, right? No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to your point, one of the key aspects of, of, of leadership mm-hmm. is the ability to, to not just conceive of, of great ideas and, and plans mm-hmm. and strategies, but that ability to communicate those things is perhaps even more important. Because if you can't convey <laughs> oh, yeah. with clarity, um, with precision, your, your, your thoughts and ideas to people, it's hard to get them to, to, to believe in them. And for leadership, what you really need is commitment. You need someone to say, you know what, I, be- I, I, I believe in you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if you can't communicate what you're feeling, what you're thinking to people, to your point in a verbal or, or, or written way, it's, it's, it's much more difficult. Again, not impossible. I, you'll very yeah. rarely hear me say anything's impossible, <laughs> but, but yeah. much more difficult to, uh, to make that happen. Very true. So I would love to know what has been a highlight of your career so far? A highlight of my career. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, that's such a tough question <laughs> because <laughs> it is, it is. I've had just such a blessed trajectory and a blessed career. Um, so for me, mm-hmm. going through college I was one of those people where you know how you have certain people who basically they get in they and they know day one mm-hmm. what they want to do you know they get there and they say you know what when I graduate I'm going to be a lawyer and they they take all the classes and then they go to law school and they become a lawyer or the people who come in and they say I'm going to be a doctor and they take all these pre-med classes and organic chemistry and bio and all those other things. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I wasn't one of those people. I got there and I said, I have no idea what I want to do. And so I ended up majoring in philosophy just out of genuine interest. Yeah. I took a bunch of philosophy classes out of just this real desire to understand thought and how thought worked and how to formulate arguments and and really just how to, to, to structure my, my, my words and, and, and things like that. And so when I graduated with my first job, I didn't know where it was going to be and where I was going to land and all of those things. And so to go from there, not knowing what I wanted to do, but really just kind of following a path of curiosity and then having the ability to travel the country and the world to be you know, at, 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 at fashion shows and yeah. to go to, and, and to meet celebrities and to create opportunities for other people and to have people hired at companies where they didn't even believe it themselves when, when I first spoke to them, to just all of these amazing experiences. Mm. It's, it's incredibly difficult to, incredibly difficult to pick out just, just one, one highlight. I've, I've really enjoyed what I've been doing since, yeah. since I started working. Yeah, well, it sounds like you're incredibly grateful and it's inspiring to hear everything that you have accomplished so far and really appreciate you sharing your learnings. I guess one last question that I have for you is what keeps you motivated? Oh, wow. That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I am 
I believe in a few things. So one, I believe in the fact that, that we have to continue to give back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been given certain opportunities and, and a lot of times it's, it's not really for us. Mm-hmm. It's so that we can help the people who, who came or are coming behind us mm-hmm. and to help them to continue to, to grow, accelerate and achieve. So, so that keeps me motivated. And the thought of my, my grandmother, who is just integral to my life and, and really, even though she's not with us any longer, continually mm-hmm. wanting to, uh, to just make her proud. And so those are, those are probably the two top things that, that keep me engaged and motivated. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing, Shadan. Are there any final thoughts or words of advice that you have to our listeners that might be in, you know, in the midst of their job search right now and kind of thinking about how do I, how do I make a name for myself and, and embark on you know, my own professional journey? Absolutely. I would say um, there's one thing that I, that I like to say frequently, and it's, and it's true, that your success is forged in the crucible of your failures. So don't ever quit. Love don't ever it. Quit. I love that. Thank you so much. Such a pleasure. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on career branding with notable guest, staffing lead at Google, Shadan Delavo. To find out more about developing your career brand, check out the show notes and be sure to subscribe for our next topic on the Career Catharsis Show. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Career Catharsis Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you shared this episode with somebody that you know to inspire someone to take the next step in their career. Send me your feedback at coach.neha.coram at gmail.com. Connect with me on Instagram at coach.neha or find me on LinkedIn. Simply type my name, Neha Koram, and you'll find me. Looking forward to connecting and see you next time.